Behind the Mishnah over here is going on two, two concepts. Number one, in terms of uh, the Mizonos of the Isha, the Rabbanan made two takanas. Number one is that the husband, in return for uh, giving Mizonos to his wife, so he gets her Maisi Adayim. She's responsible to make a certain amount of stuff for him for the household every, uh, every month or every week. We'll see as we go on in the Mishnayis. And uh, that's a trade-off. However, since this was done for the woman's benefit, um, that, uh, what's it called, that uh, normally she would be able to not get mizonos from the husband and just support herself with the Mycidaeum, but a lot of times she wouldn't be able to make it on her own, so therefore we made this trade-off for her benefit. But if she wants, she can say, mizonos veini ochel, don't give me any food, and I have a good job, and I'm going to take care of myself, and I'll keep the extra change. Um, that's one halacha. The other halacha is, is that whatever goes above the standard of Maisei dime that she has to give to the husband, so the husband gets that too, that he gets in return for a certain amount of money that he gives her every week to give her, to take care of her other side expenses, not mezonos. Uh, the third thing that's going on behind the Mishnah is the halacha of... Uh, that ain't or makdish or makne which is actually going to be a machlekes here in the Mishnah. So let's uh, what's it called? Let's just uh, see the Mishnah, the Mishnah over here. Basically, what the Mishnah is going to tell us is is that um, in a situation where the, where the husband uh, wants to be makdish or ma'isiyadayim, and she said that uh, I'm keeping the ma'isiyadayim for myself. So he has no right to make that hectic. It's not his. It doesn't work. Um, in a situation where he would get the Maisiyadayim, so that would be a machlaikis between Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Yechon, and Asandler as, uh, as to whether you can be Makdish Dover The next case in the Mishnah is talking about the, uh, the Maiser um, al Maisiyadayim which the husband, in a case of uh, the husband is only going to get it after, he di- after she dies, he'll yarshin it, that also is going to be telling him the same machlekes as to whether he can be makdash davish So the Mishnah reads as follows. Somebody who's makdash, his wife's maisiyadayim, and the Gemara says that this is a case where she's decided that she's keeping the maisiyadayim for herself. Harizu so she takes her Maisiyadayim and she uh, she supports herself. Hamaisar, if uh, he's Makdish the Maisar, and over here, since it's the same thing, that she's keeping the Maisar because she doesn't want any of the benefits from the husband. So it's talking about where the husband Yarshind the Maisar after she died. Rabbi Meir Hektish. It works. Why? Because even though he only got it afterwards, it doesn't work and he gets to keep it because in Mishnah Hay, so we talk about all the things that fall under Maisiyadai and what does she have to do with her husband and uh, it turns out that there are seven different things that she has to do for the husband if she has one maid that gets her off of three if she has a second maid that gets her off of Another two. She has a third maid. Sounds like South Africa. Sounds we're gonna. That, then that takes care of the rest. However, that's a machlokes because uh, Rebbe Lezer says that even if she's got a hundred maids, she still has to do some job because bored people um, become useless and then they start to be immoral. 
So therefore, Rabbi Lezer says is that she has to do something, otherwise it's no good. Rabbi Shimon Gamaliel goes quite a bit further than that and says that if a husband makes a neder and saying that his wife cannot do work, he asks her from doing work, he's obligated to divorce her because if he doesn't, uh, because because if she doesn't do any work, so then that's the destruction of her as a human being. So basically, you know, whenever your parents tell you, you know, help out with the housework, it's not because they need help. It's because of the fact that they want to do what's good for you. And uh, that's what you see here in the Mishnah. I have to read this to my kids when they get back home. Okay. These are malachas that a woman uh, has to do for her husband. Techenes, she has to grind the grain to make uh, flour. Ve'efe, she has to bake the bread. Mechabese, she has to do the laundry. Mevashala, she has to cook. Meinika bena, she has to nurse the kids. Right? No materna, they call her. No formula. She's got to nurse the kids if she can. Matzas loy hamita, she has to make the beds. Ve'efe, betzemer, and she has to make the clothes out of the wool. Hechnisa loy shivcha achas. If she brought from her father's house enough money or a uh, shifcha that's going to do some of the work, she gets away without grinding, baking, and laundry. If she has two maids, so then she also gets off without cooking and nursing espina. Shalai, she has three maids, she doesn't have to make the beds, and she does not have to do the wool, have, uh, what's it called, do the wool. Arba, if she's got four maids, she gets to sit in a lazy boy chair all day and just order around the maids and tell them what to do. Sounds familiar? Uh, says, even if she has a hundred maids, you have to force her to uh, to do the wool, to make the clothes out of the wool. Shabbatol maybe that somebody who uh, doesn't do work ends up being an immoral person. Reb Shimon says, even a person who makes a neder and says it's usher for you to do work, my dear. Subasa, he has to give her a get, and he has to give her a ksuba, Shahabatala, Medea, Mevila Shimon, because being battle uh, ends up to boredom, Meshimum, Mevili De Zima at the end of the day. So therefore it's very important that everybody always be busy. Have a good night.